I'm Sarah Archer and welcome to episode 131 of the Speaking Club podcast. Now in this spot, I normally share something funny. Well, today I'm going to point you to something funny. As part of the online Edinburgh Fringe, I'm in a short play called At Home with the Brontes. Turns out this famous literary family was completely dysfunctional and as nasty as a box of poisonous frogs. I'm playing the talented but toothless Charlotte Bronte, her of Jane Eyre, and you can have a peek at that from the 22nd of August 2020, completely free at online.thespaceuk.com. That's online.thespaceuk.com. I'll put a link in the show notes to that too. Right, let's go. I started this podcast for two reasons because I want to help people recognize the power of stories and humor in speaking, and because I believe it's your message that counts, not the number of ums and ahs you use. There are some organizations that want to create robot speakers. They want you to sacrifice your personality in order to speak perfectly. But I want to let you know that you can be yourself and a sensational speaker. So, if you want to be a speaker that connects and engages authentically through stories, a speaker that gives value as well as a great performance, then welcome home. What's up? <laughs> always wanted to say that. I've never said that before. There's probably a reason for that. Anyway, I hope you're well and thanks for joining me again on The Speaking Club. I really appreciate you listening and I want to say a big thank you if you've left a rating or review for the show. You are a star. Now, as you know, 2020 has been a tough old year for many, many people. But as I found time and again in my own life, from adversity can come new possibilities, often a lot of personal growth and not surprisingly, some great stories. The important thing is to stay in control because whatever life throws at us, we can choose how we react. It's easy to become a victim but that will keep you stuck and closed off to those new opportunities that could be waiting for you. And I want to talk to you today about one of those opportunities and a strategy you may not have actively considered before for sharing your message. And that is podcast interviews. Many people have already seen the potential and begun utilising the incredible power of this platform to spread the word about their idea product or service. But if you haven't done anything about it yet, if you've not checked it out, then I want to persuade you that now is the time to start. In this show, I'm going to walk you through the compelling reasons for making podcast interviews one of your key speaking channels and marketing strategies from here on in. I'm also going to share the steps you need to take to start making it work for you. Okay, let's crack on. So the first thing I want you to do is imagine yourself on a stage where 500 or more of the most engaged people in your target audience have gathered to listen to you. And unlike with a conference where you're on a roster with a bunch of other speakers, these people have chosen to specifically hear you and your message. Now you start speaking. And then you notice more and more of these high quality potential customers are walking in through the doors, all of them listening attentively to you. The audience is getting larger 
and larger, but this is a magic venue which can grow to accommodate any size of audience. So eventually, you're speaking and sharing your message with thousands. That is the potential of a podcast interview. Hard to believe? Well, here's some 2020 statistics from Nielsen to get your head around. In 2018, there were 550,000 podcast shows. And today, there are over 1 million. That's an increase of nearly 100% in just two years, which is amazing. And listeners come from all over the world too. As an example, as you've heard me mention before, this show is in 160 countries. And the audiences are growing fast too. In South Korea, they top the charts with 58% of their population listening regularly. The USA comes in at 33%. And at the bottom, surprisingly though, the UK is there with 18% listening regularly. But even that's still just under 20% of the population. And there's also lots of evidence that podcast listeners have a higher than average household income and are better educated. And of those that listen, 80% listen to all or most of the show. Imagine having that reach with your message. Podcast listeners are also much more active on social media than other people and much more likely to follow brands and companies they hear about on a podcast. And finally, podcasts like YouTube and blogs are evergreen, which means they'll be generating new listeners and fans for years to come. The bottom line is that podcast listeners are growing, engaged, loyal, affluent and educated and they're waiting for you. I hope you can see how much reach and impact you could have by sharing your message as a podcast guest. Okay, so let's say you do want to become a desirable podcast guest. What do you need to do next? Well, my first tip is that before you start approaching people, you need to have nailed what the problem is that you solve, how you solve it, who for, and why this matters to you. That's what I call your mission message. You need to be able to articulate this clearly, concisely, and in a way that makes it concrete and relatable for people so that it sticks with them. And being able to do this is going to help you in all sorts of ways. But specifically in relation to podcast interviews, it will prepare you for the inevitable question that most podcasters will ask. And it will help you choose the right shows to approach, which leads me on to my next tip. As a podcast host, I want to share one of a few different mistakes I see people make when choosing podcasts to approach for an interview. Let's say you'd invested lots of time and money in setting up an ice cream shop and you'd sweated blood and tears to grow your customer base. Then one day, Carlo from the other ice cream shop in town comes into your place and starts trying to sell his ice cream. How would that make you feel? Well, the same thing is true of podcasts. I can tell you as someone who spent hours and hours building a show up, I'm not very keen on having guests who are offering similar products and services to me. So a big mistake I see here, and frankly, 
I think it's down to laziness is that you shouldn't approach shows where you're in competition with the host. What you should do is find ones where you can offer complementary products or services. So the target audience might well be the same, but you're solving a different problem that the host doesn't want to or can't solve for their audience. And back to the ice cream analogy, if Carlo came in offering sprinkles or sauce or toppings for customers to put on their ice creams, which I didn't do, then that would be absolutely fine. Okay, on to a tip for actually approaching podcast hosts. A few weeks ago, I received two emails from a media relations company pitching a couple of their people as guests for this show. And this is how both of the emails started. A lot of blurb about the person they were pitching under the heading guest for your show. Then, dear Jane. Then more blurb about the person, followed by a paragraph at the end which said, if you want to book this person for your show, then send an email with your name and contact information and so on. Dear Jane, can you believe that? I did go back to them and explain that they'd probably stand a better chance of podcasters booking their guest if they at least got the host's name right. So I think unless you're a major influencer or celebrity, in which case it's likely the podcast host will be chasing you, I would steer clear of using agencies to try and get you a spot. Or at least if you do hire them, make sure you're very clear about how they should make the approach. You've got to make it personal to them and their show and not make it feel like it's some blanket email and definitely get the podcast host's name right. Okay, next tip for the approach relates to one of my favourite films, Jerry Maguire. I don't know if you've seen it, but Jerry is a sports agent who gets disillusioned with the way things are run in his industry. So he decides to start up his own agency and he's rushing to try and take as many of his existing clients with him whilst his old agency are also talking to them. And then he gets on a call with Rod Tidwell, a fading football star who keeps Jerry chatting on the line so long that he's missing out on everyone else. And then Rod says, I'm not going to do an American accent here to spare me and you. So imagine I'm doing this in an American accent. Jerry, I want to stay in Arizona. I want my new contract. I like you. You're nice to my wife. I will stay with you. That's what I'm going to do for you. But here's what you're going to do for me. It's a very personal, very important thing. It's a family motto. So I want to share it with you. You ready? Show me the money. Show me the money. Jerry says, I got it. But Rob pushes, say it with me. And at that point, the sun is setting on the city and on every other potential client that Jerry's could have had. And Jerry shouts, show me the money. And Roz says, congratulations, you're still my agent. So how does this relate to podcast hosts? Well, what it means is that not only should you be making the approach personal, you've got to show the podcast host what's in it for them. How are you going to add value to their show and help them get more listeners? This is not just by saying how wonderful you are. Cool. Well, my next piece of advice also counts for many different areas of business, 
but for approaching podcast hosts, it's critical. And that is the follow-up. I get a lot of emails and I'm pretty busy. So it may be that if you approach me, I don't get to your email very quickly. But that doesn't necessarily mean that I'm not interested. Always follow up. But don't get shirty with uh, the podcast hosts. Always be light and polite. Okay, so let's say you get booked onto a show. Do you just sit back and wait? There's a myth, I think, that many guests believe. And that is that you've got no control over the interview. That is just not true. You can absolutely influence the shape of the interview, but you have to do it in the right way in a way that makes life easier for the podcast hosts. For instance, like making suggestions for questions to save them time. Let's move on to sound quality. To set yourself up for success and to make your host happy, make sure you have a good audio setup. Ideally, you'd have a microphone, even if it's just on your headphones, you know, the, the type you use for your phone. But the more you can do to make sure you're heard perfectly, the better. In one of my early podcast interviews on this show, I was speaking to a guy who had a lot of great stuff to share, but he didn't have a mic and there was something wrong with the audio. And although you can hear him, it isn't a great listening experience. And a lot of people would just give up and switch off. And it was a nightmare to get that show edited. So make sure you've got good audio. Now, also, given the potential for reach and impact, it's also important for you to be strategic and think about how you can maximize the power of your interview. This isn't a jolly. It's about getting your message out there and building your brand and audience, changing people's lives. You need to think about ways you can encourage listeners to continue the relationship with you. If you can have some call to action that helps grow your audience but again is you do it in a way that's a win-win for you and the host that would be aces as you know podcast is predominantly audio only some shows may use the video of your interview but the main audience won't be able to see you that means you must use your voice in a way that complements your message evokes emotion and keeps the audience engaged Spend some time thinking about your message and any stories you're sharing and where your voice can add drama to bring them to life. And my last tip is to check out a platform that can help you find shows to approach. It's called matchmaker.fm. And although I don't use it myself to find guests, I've heard good things from other podcasters and it's free to use. And I'll put a link to that in the show notes too. Well, there you go. I hope you're convinced to try podcast interviews as a new strategy for sharing your message, building your brand and growing your audience. I've given you a few tips today, but I have lots more to share. And if you think that this could be a great strategy for you, then you may want to grab a space on the live workshop I'm running. It's called Create Your Brand Building Podcast Interview Strategy. And by the end of the workshop, you'll have exactly that. It's on Tuesday, 1st of September, and as well as the live workshop, you'll get to keep the recording and companion workbook. If you book your space before Tuesday, 25th of August, 
you'll get the early bird price of $47. And after that, it goes up to $97. Basically, you're going to walk away knowing exactly what type of shows to approach and how to approach them, what you need to make the most of your interview and your audience building call to action or your money back. So if you're interested in joining me for that, then go to saraharcher.co.uk slash interview to book your space. To wrap up this show then, here are your key takeaways. Podcasts are a no-brainer as a speaking platform to share your message and build your brand at any time. But even more so during the current crisis where conferences and live stuff is just not happening. Make sure you have clarity on your mission message to help you select the right type of shows to approach. Position yourself as complementary, not competition. Make sure your pitch is personal. Show the host the benefits to them and their brand if they have you as a guest. Always, always follow up. Try to gently influence the shape of the interview so that you make the most of the opportunity. Set yourself up for success with the right audio equipment. Be strategic about using the interview to grow your audience and practice performing with your voice. Well, that's me done. Thank you for joining me again. If you found this show useful, then I'd love it if you could leave a rating and review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening. And if you do think podcast interviews are for you and you want to nail your strategy and maximize your chances, then don't forget to book your space on the live workshop at saraharcher.co.uk slash interview. Well, have a great rest of your week and don't forget to go out, grab your life by the nuts and get cracking. Bye-bye. If you want to discover how to create a killer pitch that makes you or your business stand out from the crowd, then you'll want to grab your copy of my book, Straight to the Top. It will help you clarify your USP, your business story, who your target market is, and what will make them buy. You'll discover how to get the edge on the competition and position your offer for success. You'll also get proven elevator and investor pitch frameworks to use for maximum impact. To get the book for free, plus lots of extra bonuses, you just pay shipping and handling, go to standoutpitch.com today.